Welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hi. Get your kicks on Podcast Minute 66. (laughs) In Minute 66 of Titanic, the minute we are talking about, Rose meets Jack at the clock. Um, and this minute starts with, uh, it actually, guys, it starts with an apology by me. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) Rose opens up the note and, uh, you know, it says famously, do you like me? Circle yes or no. Um, (laughs) there's sometimes, there's sometimes a maybe option. Yes. Uh, no, live, live big. Go like in. In Greece, they had the she chose maybe, um, and it was really dependent on whether or not he would change um, to become exactly like her, or vice versa. Oh. Okay, I was just they deleted say, that uh, scene. Win, win big or go home. Yes or no. Uh, well, it's important to find a partner that will uh, bend to all of your interests. Yeah, bendability is important when looking. Uh, <laughs> that was. That was the lesson of Greece. That's why Rob actually installed a soundproof room with a window in his basement so that his wife can sit in there and applaud loudly the entire time he's recording this podcast. <laughs> well, as we've talked about, she doesn't do it. That's what I use audience for. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, when she's not home. Yeah. So I haven't even, all this, we haven't even gotten to my apology. Yes, the letter, yes. the note says, make it count, meet me at the clock. I had talked last week as if the note had a time on it. It does not have a time on it. So I guess this is like immediately after dinner for the most part or, or pretty quickly, right? I mean, he's... As soon as which, Rose can slip away. Which yeah. begs the question. Yes. What's the point of the note? Like To show uh, that he's literate. No, it was, a, <laughs> it, was a, it was a sly way to tell her that without... A raising suspicion in front of uh, Rose's mom and Hat Squad. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, two teenagers leaving within minutes of each other and then not coming back is not suspicious at all. Uh, but I, but I think we sort of. I mean, I, I early on in that dinner. I mean, the fact they're teenagers, I think, is important because they're like giving those looks and like saying those lines and making eye contact as if no one else can notice, and it's clear as day. To and there's understand. isn't there shots of her mom? Like giving them looks because she notices it. Yeah, you're not pulling a you're not pulling a wool over old Ruth's eyes. Well, well, she is she is a pimp, so she notices those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. You know, I don't think it was a super long time, but maybe they had gone back to their rooms. Maybe it was just ten or fifteen minutes. And this this also ties together with my question of how long do you think he was just creepily staring at that clock? Great question. I I wondered the same thing. Like, does he? Because not only is he staring at the clock, but he he turns to her, like cool Jack move here. Just as just as she's coming up to him, he like turns to like look at her, right? And it's awesome. But how many women or people walking up the steps did he accidentally <laughs> do that for? 
And did he ask them if they want to go to a real party? Yeah, he's been up there for 40 minutes asking random strangers if they want to go to a real party. What I do at bars is I stand there like staring at the bottles, and then every time I hear movement behind me, I turn and look at them with a half-cocked smile. Yeah. Until I find somebody who smiles back. Jack's actually been selling drugs up on the stairs. <laughs> he, he has been staring at that clock like they were going to have a duel at high noon or something. Like, he, you know, watch pot never boils, Jack. Jack is smart, though. I bet you he stood at, like, the perfect spot on the clock where he can see a reflection. He's looking yeah. down the steps. Oh, at Jack Dawson. Man. That's probably what he does. Do you... Do you think that's James Cameron's handwriting on the note? Yes. That's actually a good question. He doesn't mention in the commentary, and generally if there's something he had a hand in, he'll tell us. (laughs) Yeah, he'll let us know. (laughs) So my theory is no. It's written in pencil, right? Yes. So what if he, like the lead broke in his pencil? I guess he could just get a knife out and and sharpen it. Never mind. Yeah, at the table. No, I'm, the, I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't buy the write the note at the table. Yeah, he did. Early. Oh, he did. Yeah, I because know. I haven't really watched the movie. <laughs> because that's. Uh, I thought you were talking about James Cameron. I'm like, you can just get another pencil. <laughs> no, I'm not James talking Cameron, about him. He whittled. Not only did James Cameron write that note, he whittled that pencil out of one giant piece of wood he had cut down. <laughs> he never sharpens pencils. When it gets dull, he just buys a new one. <laughs> That's actually what 1% of the budget of Titanic was. <laughs> That's also his uh, philosophy on women. In Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> when they get dull, he just releases it and does another one. Um, so <laughs> uh, so he says, want to go to a real party. Um, we obviously relive a variation of this moment at the end of the movie. Uh, spoilers. Jack is not wearing a tuxedo. Uh, at that point um, and now we go down in steerage which is where we will spend the rest of our week um, party time boys yeah and there's a lot going on here there's obviously a huge contrast between you know where we just were to coming down to this party um, I have a question for you guys we see the true romance that exists on this on this ship is uh, Helga and Fabrizio, our beautiful pizza boy. That's right. <laughs> so before we go on, we might okay. want to remind people Helga is not really in the movie by name or by line. Like this That's is true. all deleted scenes. So people might be wondering what movie are they watching that they keep talking about Helga. Is this the first time we see Helga in the actual film? It might be. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it is. so in the uh, I'm in... the person who knows the most about this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I can say definitively that 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 this is our first time seeing her. So in this the shooting script, um, this woman has a little bit of a subplot as a love interest for Fabrizio. Yes, but most of that was cut out. <laughs> yes, there is one deleted scene that we discussed so far. Um, I think Fab- that Fabrizio needs to cut Jack out of his life. Well. He, yeah, he's got I the, agree. The Fabrizio, new, new year, it's a new year. Cut out fake friends. <laughs> do, do did either of you catch what Fabrizio says to Helga while they're dancing? I uh, believe it was about <laughs> <laughs> something, something about meatballs or something. I don't yeah. know. 
<laughs> I could not figure it out. I watched this minute over and over again. Is, it's not I in finally, the subtitles. Did you put on the captions? Uh, yeah. So here's what he says. Are you okay? ready? Yes. Uh, Rob, first of all, let me preface this. There's no way Rob thought to turn on the subtitles. And <laughs> he is now making it up and hoping nobody listening will actually do it themselves. There's no you're, way you're, what you're about to say is true. You're, it's absolutely true. I promise you it's true. You, you know who else would say that? A liar. Yep. <laughs> uh, he says, quote, is okay. I put my hand here. Okay. My wife. <laughs> uh, that's a- actually, I actually do know what he said. Yeah, what did he say? He actually uh, says, technically, Yoshi is a horse. <laughs> oh. And he would know. You would know. You would know. Um, yeah, it's actually about, but it's it's about consent, guys. Is okay. I put my hand here. Okay. Um, well, I th- I think <laughs> he's already a little up the second, the second okay implies that it's a statement. Yeah. Well, it's it's it, is okay. I put my hand here. Okay. All right. Now <laughs> say, say say that in the Harvey Weinstein voice, and then uh, let's analyze oh, whether or not it's man. consent. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what that's what he says. I, I we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on uh, on Helga and Fabrizio throughout this week because there's a I think there's a an interesting subplot going on with them. Uh, but back oh, to our teaser. Uh, uh, core uh, Jack is uh, oh, is dancing. Are you, are you saying Fabrizio is not a hero? Not well. I guess that's what we'll discuss later this week. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. No, no. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm pro Fabrizio, but let's save it. You're also uh, pro Cal. I'm pro everyone in this movie, really. Uh. <laughs> pro Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen that character yet. Um, so we have Cora. Neither did they. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Cora and Jack, and uh, Cora's a little girl that we saw earlier with the doll that reminded uh, her father and us. That it's a ship, not a boat. Thanks, Cora. Um, fun fact about Cora, guys. Lindsay Lohan auditioned to be Cora. She was the top choice. Uh, but James Cameron thought her red hair would confuse people into thinking she was related to Ruth and Rose. Hmm. Hmm. They've never dyed anyone's hair in a movie before. They didn't yet have that technology, so I guess I understand. Uh, you can, you're not allowed to dye a child's hair. That's a that's a SAG uh, provision. Nanny state. <laughs> uh, I, I was don't know s- if that's true. <laughs> There's no way it's true. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Uh, if Cora, if Lindsay Lohan had been Cora, there's a good chance she would have been the fifth James Cameron's wife. Oh my God! Oh boy! <laughs> How old was she when this came out? I don't know. Let's not investigate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to. But I might no, she was Cora's age. She's wait. She's not like they weren't going to cast a 28 year old as the role of Cora. Uh, Why not? Um, she's born in '86. <laughs> We also see we see Tommy in the background here, our Irish friend Tommy. Tommy's uh, a little little stumbly. Yeah, he's carrying those brews. <laughs> Old Tommy Callahan was there to try to make a sale. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, I don't have a whole lot more on this minute. Do either of you guys before I have one more thing before Google Group Monday, but I'm curious if uh, is there any missing notes from minute 66 either of you would like to discuss? Well, I can comment on the party. Yeah, let's a little hear it. bit. I, I was watching this. I he says you want to go to a real party, and then the music kicks in immediately, and I instantly got anxious. Uh, and I was like, oh man, this party looks awful. It's just people like you have to dance. Like I hate that. I don't really like dancing. Huh. And I, I got a, a palpable sense of relief. I was like, oh, thank God. There's people just sitting there drinking. <laughs> I would be fine. I think the party looks like a real good time. Yeah, yeah I, I'm terrible at dancing, but I still think it looks like a good time. Um, and uh, on the commentary, James Cameron said that it was a very fun day of shooting. And that even when they tore down the cameras, the band stuck around and played for another hour. And a lot of the crew and cast stayed around. Um, yep. Except Joe, I'm who gonna sat do there. An, I'm going to do an unreliable source uh, alert on that one. Based on everything we've read about this production, do you trust James Cameron to be a good judge of what is and is not fun? No. And also, uh, I'm guessing that it would have been in a violation of union rules. <laughs> well, I will say in some of the no, other... No, that's why they filmed out of the country, so they didn't have to use union crews. <laughs> that's true it's actually 100 percent true um guys i want to scabby james cameron <laughs> i was just gonna say and i'm also uh throwing down the gauntlet to our listeners any of whom have oh, even basic video uh editing technology uh when he says you want to go to a real party um do you know how badly i want the opening riff from van halen's beautiful girls to come on and for a turn to to turn into the schmidt's gay skit from saturday night live (laughs) Uh, just a smash cut to a scene from requiem for a dream (laughs) (laughs) yeah just some raucous party and everyone's doing blow and um but i wanna if any of our listeners people are stern to stern oh Oh, no (laughs) <laughs> I was. I was. Oh, Jesus. Oh man, you better not cut that. Uh, um, that's the title. That, no, that's going to be the title of the episode. Stern to stern. It's a Monday, so I had to doze. So yeah. Um. Anyway, I was going to challenge our <laughs> listeners to either edit or just mention to us what song do you think should kick in. When Jack says, "Do you want to go to a real party?" What I what I thought you were going to say is it would be pretty easy for someone to just like take the little clip of um, Rose looking at the note, opening it up, seeing the close up of what it says, and then reacting and just putting anything you want in that note. Yeah, that would be a good Twitter meme. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So I want to try a little thing this week. Third class facts. We're gonna do one a day this week. All right, they get better as we move on, I promise. Mm. Third class fact. Single men were birthed in the bow of the ship and single women in families in the stern in third class. Oh, you mean B-E-R-T-H-E-D. B-E-R-T-H, that's right. I don't think, listen, Titanic wasn't, on, wasn't uh, sailing. It was a giant breeding chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the idea, but it hit the iceberg, so no one was born during that day. Um. <laughs> So that men say it again. Single men were birthed in the bow of the ship, 
and single women and families, I guess everyone else essentially, were in the stern. Huh. So, yeah, they, they just – so that would be why, you know, that would sort of explain when, when Jack and Fabrizio go on. It's all kind of guys they see on that and where they go into because that would have been huh. where the men were at. Um, you said these get better, right? <laughs> I I thought that was interesting. I'm yeah, just, I'm so. just fooling. I'm fooling. Um, but more importantly, no one's here for third class facts. What they really want is Google Group Monday. Oh, right. GGM. Google Group Monday. All right, so. Stern to stern. <laughs> Oh, I like how it went from kind of like a fun, like meme challenge to stern to stern. <laughs> okay, so going back in time to the fall of 2001, November 16th, 2001, and the original prompt is from Joe Sweeney. And Joe said, That's Totally real name. What would Jack have done? Uh, sorry, the, the, the subject line, what if Rose had jumped? <laughs> it says, <laughs> Why would you even think about that? It's really not as dark as it seems. He says, what, oh. what would Jack have done for the rest of the trip? Oh, would, okay. Would he have... Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Helga. Yeah. It, he posits, jumped after her and died trying, fought with Fabrizio, no! fought, with, fought with Fabri over Helga, Oh, okay. Yeah, Joe Sweeney and I are on the same wavelength here. Uh, been adopted by Molly Brown. Died in the sinking anyway. I mean, the... In likelihood. <laughs> probably would have died in the sinking, right? This is, our, this is a hypothetical how they die. Huh. Okay, so Rose jumps. I'm. I think we all agree Jack's just like, oh, and just sort of like finishes a cigarette or he actually threw it overboard lights a new cigarette and walks away yeah maybe he has to give a description to the police or the master at arms of what happened yeah um then he would he would probably you know what would happen he would be inspired by what he saw and he would sketch the most beautiful sketch he ever has ever done and since She's jumping. He could just blur out her legs because we know he can't draw legs. <laughs> so he wouldn't have to worry about that part. And then he survives because he's so resourceful. And then he sells that piece of art. Um, and he tells people that it's actually someone who is jumping uh, right after it hit the iceberg. He ch- changes the narrative and becomes an extremely famous sketch. Hmm. I can see it. Uh <laughs> Joe, I don't think he would do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe, after a few replies, Joe picks it up again, and I, I think at this point it's obvious he's being funny. But he says, "Or dressed in drag and married Cal while keeping Fabrizio on the side." <laughs> what? <laughs> he borrows some of. Uh, Molly's daughter's clothes. It's like when Bugs Bunny dressed up as a lady to fool Elmer Fudd. He's Joe's trying to pitch that uh, Titanic Mrs. Doubtfire crossover. <laughs> oh yeah, I like he, it. He also suggests uh, to uh, Wong Fu. Thanks for everything at sea. <laughs> he suggests Jack might have sold sketches of Rose as keepsakes. Oh, see, but he wouldn't have. He would what? Have, <laughs> he wouldn't have drawn. He wouldn't have drawn Rose though because she, she just. All he well, saw was I, her jumping. I think it ties into what we just said, in that okay. maybe 
he would have, would you like to buy a sketch of this woman plunging to her death? Okay. So Joe Sweeney and I might be the same person. I, I wrote that. <laughs> um, actually, and this one actually uh, ties in with what Joe said. The last one is uh, breaking in the back seat of that car with the cooperation of any willing third class maidens. <laughs> Do you know how ug- like ugly and disgusting people were back then? No. Just smelling smelly and malnourished. If Leonardo DiCaprio was walking around along that ship in 1912, I mean, he could walk around a cruise ship now and, and stand out. But in 1912, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He would come back needing some penicillin for sure. Oh. I don't think that. I'm not sure if that existed yet. But. Uh, I apologize. It was not discovered until 1928. Oh, deeply I, sorry, everybody. Joe, I don't think that. I don't think that happened. It's a good. It's a good thing they got for the depression, at least. People began using it to treat infections in 1942. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> This all all that knowledge we drop on our listeners. I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of facts. All right, we will be back tomorrow with uh, with minute sixty seven of Titanic minute. Um.